Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Greta Thomas. And I'm Claire Hatton. And welcome to this week's episode of Don't Stop Us Now, all about how to switch off. Thanks to those of you who sent us your requests for this episode. We thought this topic of switching off was just perfect for this time of year. So thank you, Felicity and Aya. Thank you indeed. And it really is apt, isn't it? As we head into the holiday season, I know I've already started to rush around and think, I've got to do this. I've got to buy that. I've got to sort of do CX and Y before the Christmas break. And you see people on the road and in supermarkets and they've kind of got this glazed, stressed expression on their face. And you just know they're also kind of going, rush, rush, hurry here, hurry there. There's so much to do. And everyone at work's trying to finish projects off. It's just a kind of crazy period of time. You name it. Everyone's sort of a bit stressed really at this time of year, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. And that's exactly why we're running with this episode right now. Now, a lot of us will have a break coming up in the next week or two, even if it's just a few days. And I know we're both really passionate about how important it is for our health and for our performance at work to truly take a break and genuinely switch off. Absolutely. But we also know that you listeners are kick-ass women who really care about your work and your career progression. Yes, we're talking about you. Yes, we are. We know you're often overachievers and admit it, what can come with that territory is that it's often hard to truly switch off when you get a chance. Oh boy, have I done that over the years. There was one job in particular where even before I started, I was frankly a little bit terrified about taking the role and could I do it? And so I basically convinced myself that the way to feel better and to do well was just to work all hours that God created. And I remember it really sticks with me. I remember one particular weekend where a big group of friends and myself went for a, a long weekend up to a beach house in a gorgeous location and the weather was beautiful. Sounds amazing. Yeah. But there was I sitting inside at the dining table working while they were all having fun and a lovely time. And it was so stupid when I look back at it now. It was internal anxiety driving me, not any real need or deadline or specific, you know, work requirement. And now I also know that it didn't help my performance either. Yeah. I mean, it does sound a bit sad to be honest. Yeah. Well, you know, sitting here today, looking back, it was, and you know, I missed out on some really quality time with my friends on that weekend as a result, plus felt so anxious. Yeah. Well, you know, it's just, sometimes it's just not that easy, is it? No. Particularly if something big's going down at work or, you know, you can actually just build yourself into a habit of working all the time and checking your emails and, and then you just don't give yourself that opportunity to truly switch off and recharge. Yeah. And I think that was what happened with me that, you know, I actually forgot that there were other ways of working and, you know, work smart, not hard. Things like that would have been really useful. Yeah, absolutely. So what we're going to do today is explore two things. 
how to switch off on a day-to-day basis when you're not on holiday and the science on why that's crucial. And then given the holidays are coming up for most people, we're aiming to inspire you all to genuinely have a true break from work for longer than a weekend and we'll share why that's so valuable. Awesome. I have to say, I'm hanging out for a proper break right now. In fact, we should flag to listeners that after this episode, we're taking a break here at Don't Stop Us Now until the 18th of January. So there won't be any new episodes after today's until then. Indeed we are. I cannot wait. I know, me too. (laughs) Which begs the question, of course, why is it so important? Well, there's lots of compelling research about how we actually perform better after a break. And in fact, one study some years ago by accounting firm Ernst & Young found that for every additional 10 hours of vacation time taken, their employees' annual performance ratings improved by 8%. Oh, right. Well, I'll take 100 hours off then. I wonder how much my performance would improve. (laughs) Seriously, that is pretty incredible, isn't it? Just 10 hours of vacation equals an what was it? 8%, 8% improvement in performance yeah. ratings. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it must hit some kind of point where it doesn't go up any yeah. further, but still, no, still. that's pretty amazing. And then there's, of course, mountains of research that demonstrate that proper rest periods away from work improve health and wellness. The rest periods reduce stress. They improve your productivity when you do eventually return from holiday. Yet despite all of this evidence, it really still feels like so many workplaces have a culture, if not even a fashion, where believing you've got to be busy and that you're kind of indispensable even to go away for a week or two is sort of more the norm than the exception. So many people don't take their their annual leave each year. complete madness in my book. Yeah, yeah. Well, you are passionate about your holidays, aren't you? I certainly am. And actually, so over the festive season this year, we urge you, really urge you to think about your holiday plans for 2019. For me, holidays are actually the reason why I work. Yeah, I get that. Is to, is to take holidays. And, you know, I know that's not for everybody, but I just think it is so important to actually plan holidays so that you've got a light at the end of the tunnel that you're working towards. If you don't plan them, then what happens is you find that you actually don't tend to take them. So if you get them in the diary and you get ready for them, then you're actually much more likely to take them. And heaps of people also say that the actual planning process and the thinking about, oh, where will I go or what will I do with this time off is really almost as enjoyable as the actual break itself. And so it's a, a win-win. Isn't well, it? Greg, you know what I'm like. Yeah. I spent hours and hours and hours planning holidays. Yeah. Trust her. She really does mean that when she says I'm that. a professional planner and, and traveler. Take it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So plan where you're going to go, whether it is overseas, it could be just at home, but plan when you're going to take those holidays for 2019 and lock them in. 
Yeah, fantastic advice. So that's one thing to think about doing in this holiday period coming up. What another thing though we'd like to suggest is that you do something over the festive season that's completely different to what you do at your day job. Now that might be something as simple as singing Christmas carols at the top of your voice, or it might be doing something sporty or outdoorsy like skiing or snorkeling, depending on whether you're in summer or winter or something like that. I'm going diving. Yeah, you are too, aren't you? Yeah. She has this amazing trip, listeners. You're going to tell them. Galapagos. Oh, the Galapagos Islands, and you are? Not thinking about work. (laughs) (laughs) No, and you're scuba diving, right? I'm scuba diving with 800 hammerhead sharks, hopefully. Whoa, whoa. I've ordered them. Yeah, right. (laughs) She's been planning that. Yeah. Oh, I cannot wait to hear all those stories. That's crazy. But anyway, so that's clearly something incredibly different to your day job. And, you know, what experts say is that this contrast of an activity that's completely different to our day job really helps us to switch off and is very rejuvenating. The third tip we urge you to consider this festive season is to break up with your phone. Whoa. Tell them it's not them, it's you. (laughs) You just need some time out. See if you can go a day where you only use it as a telephone for calls. And don't use it at all for emails or searching Google or any other online activities. Okay. So definitely no checking work emails. Yeah. Do you know that Americans now use their phones around 14 billion times a day? A day? 14 billion. Wow. That's about 52 looks per day per adult. So that's kind of like every 10 to 15 minutes minimum. And given like, you know, there's sleep and eating. (laughs) And if you're aged between 18 and 24, then you're likely to be looking at your phone more than 80 times a day. Uh. Now, if you're up to say 15 hours, you're looking at your phone every 11 minutes on average. So there's no doubt that most adults under 50 are addicted to their phones. By any definition, for sure. Those stats are just incredible, aren't they? They are. The problem is phones kind of handcuff us metaphorically and almost literally to our work these days, don't they? Because we know they, for most of us anyway, typically carry all kinds of work-related things inside them, like our work email account typically. So it really is something that I think we need to think about trying to have a day where, as you've said, we break up with our phones. So that's kind of three things we've just shared to try in this holiday period. One, plan a holiday for 2019 and make sure you use your annual leave. Yippee! (laughs) Don't worry. We know, Claire, you'll be totally achieving A's and Absolutely. A star for that. Yeah, for that performance. Secondly, do something completely different to your day job activity-wise during the break. And thirdly, try some time away from your phone and don't look at work emails. Have a think now, in fact, which one of these are you going to try or or try them all if you're game. Okay, so let's imagine the holidays are over now. Boo-hoo. Yeah. Hello. And you get back to work all refreshed and rejuvenated. The research shows you'll be more productive and creative having switched off and not thought about work for a while. 
But what about making sure you're not a workaholic on a day-to-day basis? Ah, well, let me jump in here. Do you remember, um, you know, the top five regrets of the dying? It's both an article and a book. A palliative care nurse called Bronnie Ware wrote this, and she talked to the patients she was looking after who were nearing the end of their lives and, and asked them what were their top regrets. And the really striking thing is that she said every single male patient that she cared for wished he hadn't worked so hard. Now, what she said is some women said this as well, but she believes that the reason more of the women didn't say this was that it was specific to the particular age and generation of the patient she was caring for when she was a palliative care nurse. And it was much less common for women in that time to have had a full-on career when they were younger. And that was why it was all the men, but every single male patient. Wow. It's pretty powerful, isn't it? I remember when I read that, it really hit me. Every single male Mm. thought that. Yeah. What a regret. And I think actually asking yourself, will this really matter to me when I'm on my deathbed really helps to keep things in perspective. Yeah, it does. And in fact, one of our guests, Sihun Yao, echoed that sentiment earlier this year. Sometimes when you look back and then you go, God, you know, why did I get so caught up in that? Usually what I do, I tell you what it is, I go for a walk with my dog. When I'm stuck at something, whether it's writing a program or, you know, like getting rejected by a client or whatever, and I'm staring at this sort of dark tunnel, I basically just shift my position physically and go for a walk with my dog. And then I come back and everything looks different. Well, Sihun, very cleverly there, combines two great switch-off tips. Firstly, when she feels her stress building, she takes a break during the day, and then she goes and connects with nature by getting outside and connects with her dog as well. In fact, a common theme from research is all about connection. You know, the research that shows that will help us switch off our brains from work and stress is connecting to loved ones and friends and really being present in the moment with us. It can really help us feel more contented in life yeah and that actually that really reminds me of entrepreneur tina sharkey uh-huh. you know she was on the show back in june and she seemed to have this really clear sense of of what was important to her and when her sons were young they were and actually still are her top priority each day when she got home from work the things that really matter and the memories that mattered were the time that I spent on the floor with them and the time that I spent really connected to them. So I think that you have to really think about what are the priorities. You can't have it all at the same time. You can't be great in the kitchen and great on the floor with your kids and great in the office. Like there just aren't that many hours in the day. And so if I had to reduce that to a thought, I would say like, don't sweat the small stuff because it just doesn't matter in the end. And the stuff that does matter is the time that you're spending connected and focused. Couldn't agree more. So for day-to-day switch-off ideas so far, we've had circuit breakers, like taking a walk during the day. We've had being clear about what you'll care about on your deathbed and making sure, like Tina, you're super clear the way you spend your time outside of the office reflects your real priorities over the long term. Yep. But... I think given their pervasiveness, we need to come back to our phones again for our final switching off tip once you're back at work. 
I'm with you there. These phones of ours. So the final tip we have is to try an experiment with taking one weekend day a week or if need be once a month and to try and go a whole 24 hours without your phone. (gasps) Shock horror. (laughs) It's called a digital Sabbath and lots of different groups are advocating for it these days as we are all increasingly as adults clearly addicted to our phone. You'll actually see a link to a video from the School of Life about this digital Sabbath on our show notes page. Actually, I really love this idea. I think as we've all become more addicted to our phones and our attention spans shrink, that giving ourselves a break for this constant stimulation is so important for our brains. Yeah, and it's not just the constant stimulation, is it? It's this constant kind of reminder that your work's in your pocket. Yeah, absolutely. So on that note, here's our challenge to you. When you head back to work after the holidays, which one of these will you commit to trying? Take breaks during the day and connect with nature wherever possible. Or know what's truly important to you and think about what will really matter to you when you're on your deathbed and plan how you want to spend your out-of-work time. Which people do you want to connect to? What other activities really matter to you? And finally, could you do a regular digital Sabbath? Can you break the addiction and have one weekend day regularly where you don't look at your phone at all rather than the 52 looks per day that the research shows we typically do? Yeah, particularly in the mornings. I know I'm hugely guilty of looking at my phone first thing. Oh, me too. And it definitely distracts me and affects the quality of my thoughts as I'm starting my day. Well, I'm the same, and I think we both need to commit to trying some of these switch-off tips as well. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing. We're really not trying to be all preachy and earnest with you here because we know that we've got so much work to do on this as well. But the stats are astonishing, and the research is not in question. So this is all about together Let's try and have a true holiday break. And then when we come back to work, choose one of the things we've talked about today to try and then wait to feel the difference. Yeah, here, here. So on that note, we'll put plenty of links and resources on our show notes page. And from Claire and I, we wish you all a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and most importantly, Happy Downtime. So that's our How to Switch Off episode done and dusted. Greta and I will be switching off now until January the 18th when we'll launch our next episode, a whole new type of episode we're really excited to bring you. So stay tuned. Wishing you and your loved ones some quality time together wherever you are and whatever your faith. Bye from me. And see you in 2019. Ciao for now. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.